and radio check, please. I'm moving up and down, side to side, like a roller coaster. Esteban, I don't want you fighting with Fernando. Is that understood? All the time you have to leave a space. Just leave me alone, I know what to do. Radio check. Loud and clear. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Radio Check podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Ravneet. And today we'll be talking about the F1 jewel of the calendar Monaco, of course. I can't believe Monaco came around so, so quickly. I think because Imola got cancelled, no one, I, I personally wasn't really prepared to come back to Monaco that quickly, um, just mentally. And I was just so stressed for Charles, obviously. But yeah, Monaco was pretty much Monaco, standard Monaco. And the top three was the top three that came out of qualifying yesterday. Also pretty standard. So. Nothing too exciting. Well, sort of, um, because someone got a penalty. <laughs> but whatever. But at least we got to see lots of familiar faces at Monaco this weekend. There was also Tom Holland was there. And I can just imagine yeah, it was a great weekend for Esty Bestie because he's a huge Spider-Man fan. So, yes. You go as the bestie, but Seb, our beloved Seb, was also there in Monaco. Um, also, a fun fact, he had dinner at a Ferrari hospitality on Friday. Ain't that oh, an interesting that's one? That's interesting. Wow. I wonder why. Well, actually, he is part of the Ferrari family. He has I been. Is not in the Ferrari family now, but he has been in the Ferrari family for a while. And as Seb said... Everybody's a Ferrari fan. And if they say they're not, they're Ferrari fans. And if you go to the Mercedes guys and say, yeah, Mercedes is the greatest brand in the world, they're Ferrari yeah, fans. Ferrari fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very true. He's still a Ferrari fan. Nice to see. Even though he's left the sport, he's still part of it. So, yeah, that's so cute. And he reunited with Lewis as well. And there were pictures of them having a nice conversation. So my heart was happy for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back to the actual race. Esty Bestie, Esty Bestie is back on the podium, baby. <laughs> um, Very exciting stuff. And it's only his second podium ever, I'm pretty sure, because the only Isn't other time... is his third? I don't know, because that's the only time... The only other time I can remember is Hungary 21, which was obviously when he won that race after that crazy crazy start but yeah I don't know if that's his only other podium which is the only one I other feel one I like he's it's his third podium I had a feel I thought that he might have had another one but I definitely can't remember at all for as long as I've been into F1 so results let's just do a quick check to see if there are any other podiums for Esty Bestie. But it's so exciting. And he was so happy. Even in Collie yesterday when he got the... Yes. Yes, he got second in Sakir 2020. Oh, 2020. Right. So that's exciting. Then three three podiums now. And hopefully, like you said, not the last of many. Probably the first of many. 
small but yeah it's just so exciting I'm so happy for him yes also Alpine has been improving oh French Peen has shown a lot of improvement which makes me very happy yeah in the last few races the cars been upgraded I don't know yeah I think they rumor has it that the that the shareholders now the CEO whatever someone someone really big Alpine um was like heavily complaining in Miami and I guess it worked they stepped it up well good for them (laughs) obviously as we all know by now the theme of the Sunday in terms of song is da 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 <laughs> It's the Dutch anthem, Max won again. It was actually interesting to hear the Dutch anthem played by the live orchestra, not orchestra, like band. It was funny. It sounded funny. But Max won, no points for Checo. He crashed out in qualifying. I think he took too many risks in qualifying. Like, what are you doing so early in Q1 when your tires are not that warm yet? Like, what are you doing? But got crane, the crane lifted the car out. Everyone could see the, <laughs> the floor of the Red Bull as well as the Mercedes, but no one cares about the floor of the Mercedes, I think. But I think the floor of the Red Bull is a very prized picture. Um, but yeah, no points for Checo. King of the streets, the not, the not king <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Max won, obviously. He actually did an amazing race and he hold on with those sleek uh, tires in the wet for a very long time. It, he showed why he's a two-time world champion, 100%. But on another note, uh, not necessarily race-related, but still I'm a bit confused slash upset slash mm, now. <laughs> The pool, the rebel pool, they didn't have water. They had balls. <laughs> and it was sad. Also, like, is Max going to jump into the balls? Um, I, I don't see think that. so. Yeah, I, I don't, don't see Max doing that at all. I don't think Max would have, Max would have jumped in the water pool anyways. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't have happened. But no water because hose pipes have been banned for some reason. But they did allow this year for a drone to be used. And so we got drone footage and oh my God, that was an upgrade. That was really good because I feel like a a big part of what makes Monaco boring to watch on TV is that you, you like, you couldn't see the drone footage. So you can't see much. And when you're watching on TV, then you're watching the racing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think especially for a race in Monaco, when it's a street circuit, that comes in quite useful. I also think they should bring it to Jeddah. I don't know if they did or if that's something they should do. I really, I don't know. I think they have it in Jeddah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did because they're obviously really well developed over there. But yeah, it's all 
quite good and we did see some rain in very I think the last kind of part of the race which I feel like I was excited to see it become more interesting but the drivers weren't really risking that much you know like it's Monica so I don't blame them but at the same time I it would have been nice to see you know actually I do I really want a red flag to make it interesting I I feel bad for the drivers if there's a red flag and whoever's out but then at the same time you know, I want a red flag <laughs> the spice of Monaco just isn't there without a red flag and even Fernando Alonso was saying afterwards it's quite interesting that everyone was pretty well behaved and like even at the beginning when they were kind of going around you know the really tight hairpin which curves around like loads and there was all of the cars just like kind of seeing each other nearly kissing the walls at the start you know who i missed this weekend the goat himself nicolas latifi i missed latifi (laughs) i'm not saying red flag but at least the safety car (laughs) just a little car just you know going taking it a bit too far we needed someone to take it a bit too far this weekend and we really just didn't see that Um, I would have accepted Maz's pin as well (laughs) (laughs) Logan Sergeant is not doing a good job at replacing Nicholas Latifi (laughs) I mean I'd say Williams Williams would say otherwise but (laughs) (laughs) the finance side of things I'm sure they thank him for that but before our entertainment it's just yeah Monaco wasn't as spicy as we expected it to be Red Bull like Max was I think by the end of it something like close to I think someone said 28 seconds he had an advantage of by the time that he crossed the checkered flag he lapped everyone like he was about to lap himself (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did see we didn't have really interesting like overtakes. The only they weren't even interesting overtakes. It was just Max getting everyone else like showing blue, blue flags throughout the whole race, which is just insane. But we also got Alonso on the podium, which is quite good. I think it's his like fifth one out of the six races that we've had so far, which is just crazy. It's insane. Yes. How many podiums? He just can't Alonso? get a first. <laughs> it's so but yeah, I'm very happy for Alonso. What I'm not happy about, and who I'm not happy for, because there's no reason to be happy, is Ferrari. Okay, yes, Carlos made a few mistakes. But why do they have to fuck up the strategies? Why why are they still ruining races? What is happening? Carlos' pit stop was stupid done at that time. Charles' pit stop was stupid then at that time. They weren't Charles qualifying. Um, The strategy team needs replacing. I can do a better job from my house while I'm ironing my clothes because that was what I was doing while I was watching the race and I could still do a better job than the fry strategies. I just want to say, Xavi out. (laughs) Get this man out of that seat. (laughs) please. I feel like they're running Ferrari more like a a corporate company that, like a basic corporate company rather than an F1 team. Does that make sense? Like, they're not an F1 team. Like, do something. I don't know what's, why, I don't know what to do. I mean, 
I would just kick everyone out and get new people in. But I'm a bit dramatic. But no, mm-mm, nah, not a fan. But bigger grades are coming in Barcelona. I'm not hoping for a miracle, but at least an improvement. Um, and also, I'm guessing in Barcelona, we will finally get to see Vassar's Ferrari because he came in January. Car was already designed. Um, everything was already designed. So he's been watching, he's been observing, he's been ordering changes. And now we will see the upgrades that he asked for. And so we will see if a Ferrari is actually better than Binotto's Ferrari, which I don't think is that hard. But yeah, I just, we need to get it trending. Hashtag WF. It's just not working. And I feel like I'm just going to put it down to the Monaco curse, you know, just put it down to that and hopefully we'll hope for the best in Barcelona. But Wrecker is not even in metro, metrograde, in retrograde. <laughs> We can't Mercury is not even yeah. We can't blame it on Mercury either. Now I'm blaming the Monaco curse. <laughs> Anything, honestly. But other teams that brought upgrades this weekend, Mercedes. They planned to bring their upgrades to Imola because obviously that didn't happen. They ended up having to come into Monaco with those upgrades. It was quite interesting though, and I think both drivers and the whole team were kind of not too confident about that because it wasn't the track that they wanted to kind of test out those new upgrades on <laughs> like monaco yeah. is a street circuit which is just just kind of going into monaco is a fucking living room it's not just a street <laughs> circuit it's tiny it's the shortest circuit it's tiny as hell it's awkwardly positioned in terms of pit lane entry it's just I don't think it was the place for upgrades I think Ferrari was supposed to bring upgrades in Imola and they just put it off and are bringing them in Barcelona yeah I mean that could have been a better idea but to be fair I don't think it was super terrible like none of both cars did quite well like Lewis finished fourth and he said that he was really happy and that's such a big improvement so I didn't think that they expected yeah. it. So fourth and fifth was great. And yeah. They have side pods. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. And they beat the Ferraris this weekend as well, which was Well, but that quite... wasn't because of pace. No, that wasn't. <laughs> that definitely wasn't. But at this point, Mercedes will take anything. Um, I think that that was just something to <laughs> kind of be proud of. So yeah, it's always good to kind of be a team that's, you know, got that pace. And Lewis also mentioned that Barcelona is definitely the best test circuit for them. So Barcelona is a good test circuit. I mean, that's why it's one of the test circuits. For, it hasn't like, been this year, which yeah, disagree with. But. but yeah, so if they found it difficult and managed to get those positions, like even if Ferrari did get the strategy right and ended up in their positions, I still think being after the Ferraris is a so good, good place to be in so imagine yeah. what they'll be like in Barcelona if everything goes right um yeah not to say that the car's great because it still felt weird and I'm pretty sure I don't know if it was just me but at one point when, when I saw one of the camera angles from 
Lewis's car, it was porpoising so much and it was very bumpy at times. So yes, I, the Ferrari uh, was also porpoising. I was that just Monaco this weekend or what, like what was happening? the Ferrari was porpoising for the past few races, anyways. Uh, well, but, yeah. Hopefully, the upgrades will be upgrading for Mercedes next week. Fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed. But and fingers crossed for Ferrari's upgrades. Next week we're going to Barcelona, baby. Um, I don't like Barcelona as a circuit. I think it's a great test track, but the race is boring. It's underwhelming. They did take out the chicane. Now it's a turn, so it's going to be faster, which hopefully is going to make a little bit better. Sometimes I see chicanes and I'm like, why do you even put it there? Because everyone just cuts it. (laughs) I think the Barcelona chicane was a bit pointless, but they took it out. Which I'm very happy about. So fingers crossed for Barcelona. Uh, fingers crossed for Alonso. Alonso thinks that Alonso said that the tracks where he had a better chance of getting the 33rd victory were Monaco and Barcelona. So if he got the 33rd victory in Spain, like that would be for the history books. That would be amazing. So fingers crossed for El Nano. Um, fingers crossed for Ferrari, but at least I got to hear the Italian anthem today, which made me very happy because F3 was won by an 18, 18 year old, 17 year old, really young kid from Sicily, which is my region, which (laughs) makes me very, very happy. Also, um, his cousin, uncle, I don't know. One of his relatives is my plumber. <laughs> no way, that kid's relative is... Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Amazing. Well, small world. Yeah, he won F3. We heard the Italian anthem. It was really cute. He also went on the Italian TV to get interviewed and he was so nervous and it was the cutest thing ever. It was so cute. And he has the same um, manager as Charlotte Clerk. Oh, interesting. Pointing that out. Well, interesting. <laughs> but he's an Alpine. He's an Alpine junior driver. But yeah, it was very exciting uh, to hear the Italian national anthem play at least in F3. <laughs> at least you got to hear it once over the course of the weekend in Monaco as well. So small, small mercies. But hopefully, yeah, we'll see how next week goes. I can imagine the whole of Spain just being going absolutely crazy like can you imagine they'd need a whole extra national holiday (laughs) yeah I'm telling you oh my gosh if if I I wouldn't put it past them I would not put it past them to make it a bank holiday if Alonso (laughs) would not wouldn't complain either but (laughs) yeah of course that will be exciting so yeah should have been a triple, the third race of the triple header next week, but it's the second race of a double header instead. So it should be exciting. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think that that's uh, all we've got to say today. Monaco was just Monaco, which is kind of sad. Wanted a bit more spice, but it's it's okay, at least. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's not going to be spicy in Barcelona either. 
Yeah. Um, the only spicy thing that's gonna be in Barcelona is patatas bravas. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Take me back to Spain. <laughs> Not Barcelona though. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed a little bit at least of the race, and we will see you again. We will see, we will talk to you. I, I always say we will see, but we're not seeing them. We will talk to you again next weekend with the Barcelona recap. See you there. <laughs> Bye. <Goodbye. laughs>